Hey, wrestling fans, if you've ever wanted to get a taste of Scott Edwards' five-star Joshi show, this is a bonus episode that we've put in our free network. If you like what you hear, Scott does a show every single week talking about everything in the Joshi world, and that exists on the Fight Game Media Network Plus, which is on Patreon at patreon.com front slash fight game media. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the five star Joshi podcast here on the fight game media Patreon with you is your host, as always, Scott Edwards and with me once again, for the first time in a while is Parker Klein. Parker, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back. I love I love talking talking wrestling. I can't do it as often as I like to, as often as I used to. So I'm really, really excited to talk about this. We also have like that major ice ribbon show, which I think if you listened when uh, when we first started and I, I was doing it every week, I think I mentioned ice ribbon is pretty much my favorite promotion in the world. So the fact that I'm on to talk about one of their biggest shows in a while, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about, but yeah, I'm just excited to be back, Scott. Yeah. It was the perfect week really for you to come back. Uh, Joshi decided let's just give like one of the biggest weeks possible. Uh, and this happens from time to time. We've seen it throughout the year. We had it a couple uh, months ago when you were on, and I really think they just waited for you to come back. I, I think that's what they did, <laughs> which is awesome. And, uh, of course, we will be starting with the Ice Ribbon 15th anniversary show, which had one of the best main events you will see all year in wrestling, um, plus uh, some you know undercard stuff, a great tag team match. Uh, it was just a great night overall. And, of course, if anyone – was looking to watch this ice ribbon show. This probably clips being passed around. Uh, the first six or matches or so are cut down due to it airing on uh, Samurai TV in a condensed version, uh, which, you know, always stinks because as wrestling fans, we like to watch matches in full. But really, the last two matches in full completely deliver. So let's get into it. Uh, the undercards, uh, Akawa, Cherry, and Saran defeat Ram, Kaichao, Yappi, and Kiku. Um, Asahi defeated Kahu Matsushita. You know, the, Ma- Matsushita is a trainee, I believe. I believe this was her mm-hmm. debut match, which is a big deal. I believe Ki- uh, Kaiku in the match before was as well. Um, Hamuko Hoshi, Emoshi Miyagi defeated Miko Ano and Momo Kogo. Makoto defeated Yuki Masahiro. Again, uh, the matches, like the amount you saw in these matches, very minimal. Uh, yeah, these were these were super clipped down. The Samurai TV broadcast is always, if you're unfamiliar, they're always two hours. Mm-hmm. And um, the probably 80 minutes of the, the 120 minutes were just the the three final matches on this show so that shows you how much they condensed down six or seven matches into about 40 minutes which is you know preferable as fans because you want to see those main event matches but listen ice ribbon's got a solid roster and they bring Mm -hmm. in a lot of great talent so these undercards you know they didn't have the strongest of undercards this time around 
but usually they are pretty solid. So it's always a shame when you can't watch uh, them do what they do. Uh, We had a title, a triangle ribbon championship match. Mike Ozaki won the title when she defeated Rina Shingaki and Totoro Satsuki. Um, I predicted that right. I felt pretty good about that. Um, (laughs) Mike Ozaki's had a solid year, so it was nice to see her win. And the final match before we really can get into, you know, what we got to fully watch is Ibuki Hoshi defeating Natsumi. So I've done enough talking. Uh, the fant- the Fantastice contenders match and WWE championess title match uh, between Tekla and Akane Fujita. How, how did you like this one, Parker? I know this was still clipped but we got to see a good amount. I thought um, they got the point across, especially in, you know, Akane will now be facing Rina Yamashita. Yeah, I thought this match was really entertaining. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed this one. I felt like the intensity of Tekla is, is really valued in Joshi. Also, there's just like, not that it matters all that much, but there's just such a, a dearth of international talents in Joshi wrestling right now. Mm. Like the, just seeing Tekla there and her sort of unique aura to her. I think, I think there's a lot of value there. I also want to shout out Fujita who I, I really haven't been a huge fan of a lot of the time. I think she's kind of, she'll, she'll hit hard and she'll take, you know, punishment, but I, I, I never feel like there's any real energy to what she's doing. Um, this was one of her best performances ever. I thought I thought both women had great intensity. They really lived up to the fantastic... Well, since Risa Sarah wasn't going to be doing a death match on this show, <laughs> they they lived up to that sort of hardcore, yeah. um, hardcore billing, considering this is a contenders match for that championship. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this match as a whole. Yeah, I think something that I have liked about ice room is tecla like you said very entertaining she gets she understands her role in the promotion and i think anytime she has a match she usually uh delivers to the expectations that um we have um fujita i think like you said probably had her best showing here Uh, i'm really looking forward to her match with yamashita i think this showing made me think you know that can be very good uh, because you never know. You really never know, especially like you uh, were saying, Fujita has been somewhat inconsistent in her career up until this point. So, you know, it helps when Risa Sarah isn't doing her thing necessarily. You don't have to compare to anyone. Uh, but I like that, you know, they have a direction. I thought this was an easy match to predict seeing Yamashita and Tekla just wrestled. Um, a few months ago um, so yeah good match good match but uh let's get to the two major matches of the show the international ribbon tag team titles were on the line as Risa Sarah and Mayukihi defended against Suzu Suzuki and Sayori Ano uh this match who I love tag <laughs> team wrestling when it's great and this was great yeah, t- to be honest, Scott, I was actually slightly disappointed by this oh, one. Oh, really? I, I, wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I know we we have disagreements occasionally. I yeah, I wanted more. I don't know. I, I I felt like a lot of the, and actually, I had similar criticisms of the 
um, the TJPW tag match, which mm-hmm. we'll get to later. Yes. Um, I felt a lot of the spots were very contrived a lot of the mm. time. And, and it's really, I mean, obviously wrestling is fake and you, but the idea is that you get away from the, um, or you keep up that illusion. Yeah. I felt like so much of the stuff here was, um, you know, falling in line with the, you know, we're setting up big spots. We got all these right. big talented people in here. And the important thing is the impactful mm. move at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I love tag matches that are unpredictable, right. that feel like, you know, they feel like multi-man matches. They don't feel like, um, you know, se- separate separate singles matches, which I think this one kind of felt at, at a yeah, certain it point. Was. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it was, I mean, not a bad match at all. It was greatly entertaining. I just feel like I've seen great ice ribbon tag matches yeah. forever at this mm-hmm. point. This and just based on that standard, like, for example, the um gosh who was was it it was like oh it was yukihi and micah ozaki against like like cherry and (laughs) um gosh who else cherry and maybe it was any oikawa i can't remember but i mean that that was like a korokin semi-main tag match and i thought that one was like better than than this one (laughs) um it was just like super unpredictable and they were like bumping all over the place so um i don't know if i was letting my expectations get in the way here which might be the case Mm -hmm. um but i mean i was happy to see uh yukihi and sarah retain the titles because they're a fantastic team um final final thought on this one for me uh i don't think sorry I knew is that good. Um, I can, I, I, yes, go ahead. Go, 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 go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say like, if anyone held the match back and I don't like to say that, but I, I kind of mean it, it would be her. I mean, I think the other three are just so great. Well, yeah. They're, they're three. There's a reason yeah. ice ribbons, one of my favorites. And it's like, those three are three of the six best wrestlers in the company right. or whatever. Um, and yeah, I know she's been injured a lot. She did take what four months off earlier in the year uh, with with various injuries. But yeah, she just doesn't have that like come out of nowhere athleticism mm-hmm. that everybody else in the match has. Right. Um, and so I think it, you know, one one of the examples of maybe wrestling to the to the limits of a certain wrestler as opposed to yeah. focusing on strengths, but I don't, I don't want to rag on this match. I, it's just, <laughs> maybe it's just based on, it's just how expectations yeah. set things up. If this match was on um, a TJPW show, if this match was a TJPW <laughs> main event, I would have been like, that match was awesome. So yeah, um, yeah it, it's just those expectations. Yeah. I think, I think maybe what hurt it for me and I love the match, but I think you made a great point of how it was kind of just like two singles matches yeah. put into one. Um, it was Yuki and Suzu just trading, which don't get me wrong. That is preferable at times because those two are so <laughs> great. Um, you know, they were exchanging forearms at one point and just smashing the other's chest in. And I was like, whew, uh, okay. But the end you know, it's when it switched to Sarah and Sayori. And um, like you said, Sayori is not the, she's not up to the standards of these three yet in her career. Maybe she will get there. I don't know. But I, I understand where you're coming from. Like if this was on another show, Mm -hmm. that's, you know, maybe not stardom, but like if this was a TJPW main event or 
semi-main event, you're like, oh, that was great because it's just an, an ice ribbon samurai TV broadcast has a certain connotation to it yes. that you're going to see some classics. And we did see one classic, yes. but I wouldn't necessarily call this one a classic, no, at, despite no. it being very good. No, this was this was that type of match where you're like, oh, that was a great wrestling match, but I probably won't remember it in you mm-hmm. know, a month, uh, which is not a shot at them that's just the way you know wrestling goes there's a lot of great wrestling and uh you look for those classics but the match ended when sarah hit the double knees to sayori that looked uh very painful Um, yes and they successfully defended their titles so i'm interested to see where they go uh you know defending because i think they are such a great team feels that they only continue to get better and better i mean i would like to see more tag team wrestling in a tag team match next time but yukihi and suzu uh really showed out i thought against each other at the beginning and then it is what it is in the end the right people won that's that was my uh Mm -hmm. final takeaway for this match but let's get to the main event of the evening. I think this was one of the most highly anticipated matches of the year in all of Joshi as Tsukasa Fujimoto defended the ice and infinity championship against Sakushi Haruka. Me and Parker were on the show a couple months ago and said, there's only one person that makes sense beating Tsukasa (laughs) Fujimoto. And ladies and gentlemen, it was Sakushi Haruka. I'm going to let you take it away here. I know this is the main reason you're on the show today is this match. I know I've done my best to, you know, read into the past of Sakushi Haruka, uh, watch some of her past matches and understand why this was more important than just a title match. And if you can get all of the, Um, all of the greatness behind it, it makes that match that much better. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it it was one of the best Joshi matches of the year. It was one of the best matches, period, of the year. This Mm -hmm. this is like, when I'm done with, you know, watching this, this is like, okay, this is why I I watch wrestling. Because, and specifically like, like pro, like pro wrestling, um, Mm -hmm. the, uh, just the, the idea that the story is kind of natural, that there's a lot of sort of reality built into it with Sakushi going through a lot of like real struggles early on mm-hmm. in her career. She's also like extremely short, um, <laughs> isn't isn't built anything. I mean, she's physically built now. She's like super jacked actually, but um, yeah. you know, isn't doesn't really. She's not she's not an idol wrestler by any means. Um, but she's also it's weird. It's like if you're not an idol wrestler, you're supposed to like pack on like the weight to um to be kind of like a super heavyweight but she didn't do that um she's just super unique and intense as a performer and then she's going up here against Tsukasa Fujimoto who many people believe to be the best women's wrestler going I tend to agree with that uh with with that uh assessment there but I mean you just put it all together and not you include the actual work, right? Mm-hmm. The actual yeah. wrestling that we're seeing. And it's like, this is as good as wrestling gets for me. Yeah. This is why we watch what we watch. Sakushi won this title back in 2013 when she was, I think, is she like my age? She's 24. I want to say, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so she was 
a teenager. She was in her mid-teens when she she won it the first time. Um, she got into what she's really known for is, is, is stabbing Kagetsu with a pencil, um, <laughs> which uh, got her in big trouble. That was like 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 Dave talked about that yeah. on Observer Radio when it happened. That was a big deal. Mm. Um, and you know, Ice Room has just kind of been doing their own thing ever since Sukasa took over. And Sukushi's been around, she's been wrestling, she's been doing great. Everybody, you know, all the fans adore her. She's fantastically talented and, and intense and everything that she does, but she just never got that top title again. Um, she had that tag team with Sukushi, the drop kickers, which is just a fan or with uh with Tsukasa, yes, which is a fantastic tag team in and of you know themselves. So not only do we have the the sort of ace of the promotion going against the you know upstart challenger but they also have that history too um just so much going on here and uh <laughs> even even if you take all the, all that away like i was saying the match itself was just just stellar so much next level stuff i mean when you watch a tsukasa fujimoto match a title match it's like there, there's nobody doing the rapid fire intensity of moves like she just keeps going going and going and going like mm. there's just just insane cardio levels that go on here and sakushi's got fantastic cardio as well um and not only that on a personal note sakushi is maybe my favorite currently active joshi wrestler yeah, <laughs> and so incredible. to see her to see her win the title there was uh, a lovely moment and something I had assumed was going to happen for a long time, but mm. you never know until it does. Eight years in between reigns for Sakushi, and she's better than ever. And she's got this first defense coming up with Suzu, which is going to be, which is a rematch of my, my ice ribbon match of the year from last year. So I know I just spoke for like four minutes there, Scott, <laughs> but I mean, I can't say enough good things. This is why I watch ice ribbon. It's why my favorite promotion in the world. The beauty of this match was, you know, you have the simplicity of, you know, great wrestler versus great wrestler, but you bring the story into it like you just described of Sukushi. You bring in the fact that Tsukasa Fujimoto, for your money, is possibly the best women's wrestler, best wrestler in the world. Uh, and you mix that all together. Uh, in the Budokan and you have just one of the best matches of the year like you said it's not best women's matches of the year but no it's one of the best matches of the year I actually rewatched the uh, final couple minutes of this through a few times just to um, you know take as many notes as possible because a lot happened in this match they fit in so much in what was just the exact main event you want here. Um, Ice Ribbon, like you said, has this ability to deliver classics, to deliver just these incredible professional wrestling matches. And some of the spots in here, whether it was the headbutt that, if anyone listens to the show, they know the headbutt kills me inside always it's just oh my god and when you hear the thump it's, mm -hmm. it just gets me every time i'm just like oh my god why like why are we doing this yeah but it, it adds so much to the match too because like this is so serious we need to smash each other's heads 
into each other until you know one of us just has no more left um you know they were just slapping each other like you wouldn't believe is there a spot in this match where it just you know got you out of your seat or or the kicking out of the japanese the japanese ocean cyclone suplex was uh what was the big near fall for me i um i did not come in unspoiled unfortunately which is fine um but i mean the idea that if i if i had been on spoiled i'm like Mm -hmm. damn it it's over (laughs) yeah i would have been like crap man they beat her again huh um (laughs) so yeah so this was i mean just other notes like this was i believe the eighth singles match between these two and mm-hmm. uh and sukushi was 0 and 7 going into this mm-hmm. against sukasa um the and then i didn't even mention of course talking about the japanese ocean cyclone suplex the manami toyota connection yes. um they're both former students of toyota's although toyota's kind of you know been semi-retired for a while from that and, and fujimoto has been doing most of the ice ribbon training um so it's weird. They were both fellow students at the same time, mm-hmm. but Fujimoto's 15 years older than yeah. Tsukushi and now has become essentially her trainer. And so there's that really interesting dynamic there. But then after the match, when they're, you know, putting the title on Tsukushi, she's like, she's like crying. She, she can't, mm-hmm. you know, she can't hold it together. And Manami Toyota, the, the greatest wrestler of all time shows up and puts the belt around her. And uh, I mean, yeah, that's like, I don't know how you do it any better. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, how, how could that be? How could that be done better than that? We'll get back to the show in just a minute, but I wanted to let everyone know about Fight Game Media Network Plus. If you enjoy the Fight Game Media Network, check out Fight Game Media Network Plus at patreon.com front slash fight game media. We have three specific Patreon only shows and we'll soon have monthly bonus content from the show you're listening to right now and it's just five bucks a month so if you want to support your favorite podcast on the network go to patreon.com front slash fight game media and you'll get more content than you can shake a stick at right if the match wasn't as anticipated it was this moment that was maybe just as highly anticipated by fans. Um, Sakushi is someone that I think a lot of people have been able to connect to. And her having this moment, you saw like all of Joshi Twitter, you know, come together to just celebrate her win. Uh, You saw just pure happiness. And then I think my favorite part of all this is her instant, like, oh, okay, I won. Now I'm dragging Suzu Suzuki into Challenger <laughs> by the head, uh, by the hair. Like, that was, I was like, okay, see, this is the Sakushi run. She got all the happiness out of the way. Now this is her time. This is her time yep. to shine. And that match is also going to be fantastic. I can't wait for that. Uh, but this, we can't say enough good things about this match. Like you said, she kicked out of the, Japanese Ocean Cyclone Suplex, which nobody really does. Uh, it, it's just, it's that perfect tweak you add into the match. Does it need to happen? Not necessarily. Like, for example, you watched Hangman Page when the AEW World Championship. He didn't kick out of the One-Winged Angel, but had they added that to the match, you'd be like, oh my God. Like, it's just, it's one of those moments, if you're watching, 
live or watching unspoiled, you would have been like, holy shit, it's over. She just did not win again. But, of course, she kicked out, hits her Tiger suplex for the win, and a great match, a new champion. Now I'm excited to see where Sakushi goes with the title reign. I think Fujimoto had one of the best title reigns of the year, by the way. I mm-hmm. want to give her credit. I know this is a lot about Sakushi, and rightfully so, but Fujimoto had one of the best title reigns of the year. She held it. She won it in January, held it till November. Uh, big applause to her. Yeah, I yeah, that, I think that's a, a good way to to close it out on this. Is is Fujimoto had she? I mean, she ran through probably two thirds of the the ice ribbon mid and upper card right here. I mean, she beat Suzu to win it. Rina Yamashita, Yukihi. She beat Sakushi in this reign. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mochi Miyagi, Todoro Satsuki, Tai Honma, Hiroyo Matsumoto at the at the Yokohama Budokan, Akane Fujita, Ibuki Hoshi, like. I mean, all excellent matches, some of them, you know, match of the year contenders almost. And then somehow this one was better than them all. So, yeah, I mean, that's like, there's certain promotions that you just know Mm -hmm. what they're going to do is going to just, just knock it out of the park. And ice ribbon is one of those promotions. And it's, it's because of stuff like this. Yeah. What a way to start and end a title reign. That match with Suzu was, you know, yeah. amazing and then she completes it with this just and they're both completely different like this was an all-out war that one was just like this beautiful like exchange oh, just so good if anyone wants to get into ice driven just watch this title <laughs> reign. like seriously this is all watch this title reign if you don't fall in love with ice ribbon then i don't think you like wrestling i'm just i'm sorry i'm sorry uh <laughs> but let's move on to tjpw's all rise event another massive show and a show that i thought delivered in a major way which you know Sometimes TJPW shows can feel like a one-match card. Um, I thought they had four good to very good matches on this show. Uh, but let's go through the undercard real quick. Parker, if you have anything, just jump right in. Uh, I don't. Yeah, have- I only saw the uh, the top uh, four, four matches. Okay, so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So uh, Marika Kobashi and Moka Miyamoto defeated Arisu Endo and Suzume. Neko, Mahiro Kiryu, and Nao Kakuda defeated Palm, Harajuku, Raku, and Yuki Aino. And Yuku, Yuki Kamafuku, Parker's favorite, of course, defeated <laughs> Hyper Masao. So I'll be honest, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't watch any of those three matches. I don't. I probably never will. Uh, <laughs> but Ms. I, Masao versus Kamiyu was a happy, lucky quiz match. Oh, I don't know what that means. I don't either. I'm going to keep it that way, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) But let's let's discuss the final four. I think this first match was probably like the least appreciated out of the entire four. Um, You made a good point on Twitter how no one talked about it. Yeah, I thought this match was was excellent. I was like, I haven't seen, you know, I'm I'm pretty active on Twitter, and I usually am able to see people's reactions to to stuff. And I was like, I didn't see a single person talk about this match. And this is great. Shoko Nakajima versus Nodoka Tenma Mm. um, in just a singles match. Nothing on the, you know, at stake or anything like that. But, I mean, like, really good, you know, uh, 
just work throughout this match. Shoko's had a super quiet year, um, considering she's one of she's one of TJPW's top stars. And Tenma has also kind of had a quiet year. She was mm-hmm. a um, she was a tag champion early earlier on in the year and was able to be effective with the the Bakaretsu sisters, but really hasn't done much since then. Aino got that run. Her tag partner got that run in the in the Princess Cup. Right. But I was just really impressed by this overall. I thought the power exchanges were really entertaining. The counters were fun. It was a clean match. It was long. They got plenty of time, but it wasn't like I never felt bored or anything. They didn't just like grapple around at the start mm-hmm. for no reason. It was, I, I love this match. I thought it was the second best match on the show. It, I think Shoko, um, like she's so, she can be so good and then sometimes flat. I don't know if, that might be a hot take. I know a lot of people like Shoko Nakajima, but, you know, it can be hit or miss sometimes. Um, and I thought Nadoka Tenma, her, I love her power game. I think she brings something uh, very different that few do to TJPW. Um, I thought the pop-up Samoan drop in this match was a great that spot. That was awesome. Yeah, that was a yeah. great spot. Yeah. That was It was so clean. And as someone, yeah, you know that, you'll see a pop-up Samoan drop once in a while, um, you know, in everyday wrestling. This was oh, picture perfect. Um, Shoko ended up winning with the diving senton, but just a great match. And I think really these last four matches to me, I was saying three, but even I'll, I'll add this one. It highlights the present and future better than I think, you know, TJPW's done in a while. It preview it gives you an idea of, you know, you got Shoko, Yuka Sakazaki, Yamashita. Like those are your those have been your core for a while now. But you add in Rika Tatsumi and Mizuki is, you know, two that are right there. And then, you know, Maki Ito, Kairinoa. Maki Ito's in that top tier now too as well. Um, mm-hmm. and then Yuki Rai and Nadoka Tenma, who are working their way up but are clearly um, important to this promotion so let's get to the match rika tatsumi versus yuki rai and yuki rai's biggest challenge to date unless you want to count the aja kong tag team match from wrestle princess 2 which i would be perfectly fine with including that was also a big test for her uh, rika tatsumi for those who don't remember is the last person before Mio yamash to hold the princess of princess champion she is one of the best in all of TJPW. And when mm-hmm. URI got this challenge, it felt as though it was a match to try and bring out a different side of Yuki Rai. Make her want it. Make her want to be a mess- wrestler. Make her show that she wants to be a wrestler. And I thought for what they were going for, they did a really good job. Was it the you know, Matt classic that we just <laughs> talked about in the ice ribbon main event, not even close, but did they get the job across as Yuki Rai continue to get better? I think so. Um, of course, Rika Tetsumi did defeat Yuki Rai. She's not there yet. She's not going to be pulling off those big wins yet. Uh, what were your thoughts on this one, Parker? I think the way you just put it, which was getting the job done, I think that's mm-hmm. a, a pretty perfect way to describe this. Um, I know you're a big believer in Arai um, and her potential. I, I'm less there than you are. I'm not quite there. Um, she's, she's really pretty. Like she, she's got that <laughs> going for her, and she's very likable. 
um like the, she's got the facial expressions she's got the stuff that i think is, is harder to teach yeah. than actually just being a wrestler so she's got that mm. um it's still not quite there for me as a wrestler like you um they they will do like idol exhibition matches yeah. with the um the former whatever group she was a part of whether it was like hkt 48 or whatever it was they will yeah. do those at corican hall like once a year where, where idols will actually train wrestling for a couple weeks and just give it a shot and this is she is not that far beyond that <laughs> at this point awry um however it did get the job done and i, I hesitate to give a ride too much credit here because again she was in there with like you said rika yeah, tatsumi right. who is uh, a top three at least in my eyes wrestler in tokyo joshi pro mm -hmm. so however you know they've even even though i'm not enjoying it that much because you know me i just like i just like good wrestling yes. you know what i mean it's fine yes. you know add some story add some you know compelling hooks in there but yeah. if the wrestling isn't there then it's like why am i watching this <laughs> um so however i get what they're doing here and i think they're doing it the right way yeah. if i was booking this promotion and if i wanted to get this yuki Arai over i'd be doing it pretty much to a t yeah. as as to what they're doing here um i was a little worried that they were going to give her like big wins i saw really people quickly. that and i yeah like, i don't think winning here was the right move i think she needs to well, keep losing and unless she's like just insanely popular which she is popular she is i mean that yeah. that's that's like how you turn people against her right. or the promotion or something like that so i think this is they're doing it right yeah um rika rika's great rika's just the best oh, <laughs> i really enjoyed her in this match um, i thought she she may be the most i mean i think a lot of people who watch tjpw regularly know how good she is but mm -hmm. to people who just sort of dip in and out i think yeah. she might be the most underrated performer mm -hmm. in, in tjpw right now I, she's she's top three Great i think call. it goes it goes like yamashita and then it's either her or mizuki for mm -hmm. me um in terms of it's just classic in rings in ring skills so um yeah i think it got the job done but i still i think yuki arrived she's just got to keep up the train very limited up. still she, she <laughs> yeah. has very few moves still uh, a lot of power slam type stuff which is fine mm -hmm. uh big boot um and of course her axe kick and sleeper hole she did the sleeper she's hole got the sleeper point. you're getting that yeah. over yeah i i think you're uh, analyzation of this is very fair i think she definitely has ways to go i mean she's only been wrestling a couple months well almost a full year now um but <laughs> when i mean and she's also still doing her idol stuff so i gotta give her credit or credits too i think if I, here's my belief for her if she ever wants to make wrestling like her thing which you know every match feels like eh, well that's kind of the story they're trying to tell I think she could be very good down the line. Uh, but Rika Tatsumi, I need to give all the credit. She, you know, w was working the legs of Yuki Arai. She was just kind of trying to destroy her <laughs> in every way. Like Tatsumi, the... Tatsumi literally wrestles like like a 90s like WWF I champion. Know, she, she's wild. got such a <laughs> classic throwback style where and her own, like her big offense is like hip attacks like yeah. it's so it's so classic and yet she just makes it work with everything that she she does um yeah. i really really enjoy tatsumi and she's one who you know when you get away from watching wrestling super you know super religiously yeah. like i have and you dive back into it and you're like 
oh yeah, this person's really good. Like, yeah, Tatsumi <laughs> was just so impressive mm-hmm. here. She was, she was. And uh, she won with the figure four after working Yuki Arai's leg, uh, both legs throughout the match. And I thought that's my one credit to Yuki Arai. She didn't forget that her legs were worked in the match. Like, I had some fear when they were doing it at some points. Like once in a while she would, you know, not necessarily focus on it. But when it came down to the end, at least she remembered that, that's just a little nitpick. Uh, if you're trying to do this with someone new, you never know. Uh, but Rika Tatsumi, world-class, uh, she's getting better. She deserves a lot of credit in the Joshi scene right now. Uh, but let's move on to the semi-main event as the International Princess Championship was on the line as Hikari Noah defended against Miyu Watanabe. Parker, <laughs> what were your thoughts on this one? I know you're not a big Hikari Noah fan at all. So this will be an interesting, uh, I can't wait to hear what your thoughts were. Yeah. I, I, for the first, you know, I came in, I, you're right. I'm not the biggest Noah fan. I think she's very charismatic and likable and popular. And I don't think she's just that good of a wrestler. Um, Watanabe, I think is, is both of those things and also like a really good wrestler i was really hoping that she would win this match i think i think this this international princess title would have been the perfect thing for Miwa watanabe to to win here i mean noah's had it for six months at this point right something like that she's yeah. she's had it for an, you know an extended amount of time she's already defended against the other up up girl mm-hmm. um so the first like third of this match i was like this isn't that good I, i'm not really <laughs> enjoying this but mm-hmm. I mean, to their credit, they got the crowd into it. They had some really great exchanges towards the end, some big near falls, some some big high spots too. Um, it was a it was a sprint match. I, I one thing I do appreciate about Noah is that her title matches have been have been not drawn out. Um, they don't feel like forced epics or anything like that. They feel right. intense and condensed and appropriate for her character as a wrestler and just like that's kind of what i expect out of tjpw anyway Mm -hmm. so i think it was you know i think a a less creative production or promotion would have had that shoko and tenma match go like 11 minutes and then this one go like 17 and it was the opposite so i really appreciated that i ended up really enjoying this by the end and i think it may have been my favorite match of noah's reign so yeah i think i okay i think i agree with the uh, Noah Mew best match of Noah's reign. Uh, I thought it was time to crown Mew. I really did. Yeah. I was a little shocked at the end because she was getting so much offense, but I guess I should have read this. She was, uh, it was kind of a, almost a showcase for her at times because she was just doing some incredible stuff. I thought they swing, uh, the way she did it was very unique. Um, you know, she had her legs high up too, and, you know, the speed she gets on that is just incredible. Uh, the top rope Northern Lights suplex was a great spot. Uh, and then, of course, Hikari out of nowhere with the Blizzard Bridge, uh, which I just, I was stunned a little bit because of the way they designed the match. It's like, okay, you know, Mio's going to still steal this. And then they just kind of ended it. But great match. Uh, and when I say great match, I don't mean like great, great. <laughs> I just say, I just say these things. I know people might, you know, yeah, take by, by Noah's standards. Yeah. I think it was a great match. Yeah. I think that, I think she yeah. completely like, this was 
as advertised, I would say, which mm. is which is just fine. I mean, that's 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 just fine for for what they're going for. Yeah. But yeah, I'm ex- I, I'm ready for I'm ready for someone to be elevated into that main event scene. We've got Ito over the last mm-hmm. year. She's really you know finally finalized herself as a top star. It's time for someone else. And and yeah. I was thinking it was going to be Watanabe. It could be Kamiyu. It could be Noah. Um, could be Arai. We'll see. I think. Miyu doesn't need this title to do it. I think it wouldn't be a crazy idea to just be like, all right, she didn't win that, but yeah. move on up. Maybe, maybe that's why part of the reason she lost. Maybe they're just like, yeah, maybe she doesn't want to have the mid-card title, but who knows? Uh, on to the main event. Yuka Sakazaki and Mizuki defended the Princess Tag Team Championships against Miyu Yamashita and Maki Ito. I thought going into this match, it was going to be more to set up Yamashita's next title mm-hmm. defense, and it proved to be the case at the end. But uh, this match, I saw a lot of people praising this match. They were calling it, you know, this amazing tag team match. And I thought, for the most part, it was a great tag team match. Uh, I don't think it was, you know, one of the tag team matches of the year or anything. I mean, you have these four in there, these four debatably the top four in tjpw right now um you can add rika tatsumi in there shoku nakajima those are your probably you know main six talents Mm -hmm. Uh, i thought i'll let you go first (laughs) (laughs) i thought this match was great um my my, to get my criticism out of the way i really just i I did feel like a lot of the spots were contrived like it Uh felt like if they had been a beat faster on Mm -hmm. all of the um, you know, breaking up pins and, you know, Yuka springboarding in or all that type of stuff. There was a lot of Yamashita standing around waiting to be like dove on or drop kicked. Yeah. Which it, it, that, that, that's that was... the type of stuff that really mm-hmm. takes me out of matches. Getting that criticism out of the way, I really enjoyed this. I mm-hmm. thought this was super entertaining. Um, this is like, exactly what i want out of an all-star tag you get all these great interactions you you know you get the dynamic in there with the fact that mizuki and ito are former tag partners and they've you know all four of these essentially have had singles matches against each other this year that have been great except sakazaki sakazaki and ito um so you know you've got that very recent history between all these four as well um there was some, you, you know, you, you get the the Ito and Yamashita wackiness where they're like firing each other up towards the end, and you know Mizuki and Sakazaki yeah. being sort of no nonsense, like no selling it, <laughs> great. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the the I thought Sakazaki showed great intensity. She and Yamashita, I feel like, have like no chemistry at all. Uh, uh-huh. For whatever reason, when they just come together, I'm like, this is never as good as I want it to be. They so did true. they did have some great mat work in this match yeah. which i was really impressed by too um and then you know body slamming her on the floor doesn't doesn't hurt either but <laughs> the the best the highlight for me was the mizuki yamashita interactions yes. Yes. they had an just an awesome closing sequence between the two i mean they're they're, they're next level when it comes to tjpw you know tjpw has been rapidly improving as an in-ring product over the last year plus um, but still, I think Mizuki and Yamashita are pretty much next level compared to everyone except Tat- 
even Tatsumi or even, you know, I think they're a, a step above Sakazaki, who I haven't been that impressed by recently. Um, but they had just an awesome closing sequence. And we got, you know, we got the cutie special. We got the win for Mizuki. It's going to set up that big title match going forward. But I thought this was a great main event. Yeah, I think the one spot that just drove me insane was the uh, Toy Story 3 spot. That's the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not the actual movie, unfortunately. movie would have been better than the move. Uh, <laughs> where Yamashita and Ito were just watching <laughs> Mizuki and Yukisa just try, uh, Yuka just try to get Mizuki on their shoulders, uh, on yeah. Yuka's shoulders, and it took a very long time. And I was like, okay. Like the, there comes a point where you just got to let it go. <laughs> yeah. It's and, just like, move on. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was the one like spot that just bothered me in this match. Otherwise from there on out, great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, like you said, at the end, Mizuki and Yamashita really uh, sent it home perfectly. I thought the sequence where they all hit big moves and they were just all laying in the middle of the ring with uh, Yamashita hitting the skull kick on Yuka was great. Mm -hmm. uh, I always love, I don't know why, I always love those moments and matches where, you know, the crowd is getting, is really into it and they're yeah, all they're firing up, there. stomping their feet. Yeah, it, it's great. It's just, it's always just such a great moment. I thought they nailed it there. And of course, Mizuki with the cutie special on uh, she hit two. Uh, she wasn't able to bridge on the first mm -hmm. one. She hit a second one to Yamashita for the win, setting up a title match on January 4th, a true title match where anything could happen. Hopefully um, all of us who watch can watch that unspoiled in some form. Of course, January 4th is a New Japan Wrestle Kingdom day, so I'll be interested to see how all that goes. I, wonder, I, wonder, I don't know where the show is. It'll be a it'll be a corkin, I assume. They yeah, always do so, corkin corkin that day. Yep. That'll be that'll be good uh I, I assume if people want to watch some wrestling before Wrestle Kingdom, they could get yeah, a good number. It's a big day of wrestling. I mean, yeah, yeah Noah always does a show as yeah. well. It's a it's a big time. Yeah, so uh that match, that title match will be very interesting because I, I it wouldn't be crazy for Mizuki to win. I think a lot of people have been waiting for Mizuki to win the mm -hmm. big one. And uh, I know you said you know, when we talked about the uh, Princess Cup, she had been your pick, but maybe this is what they were thinking. Let's, let's push it off a little and go for mm -hmm. a fresh start to start the new year. Uh, but great tag team match. I thought a great show for TJPW beginning to end in terms of, you know, delivering in, a, in you know, completion. I, I don't really care about the first three matches. I it comes yeah, down to those last yeah, yeah it comes down to those last four and i thought they hit a home run all around uh which is really all you want in a non in a show that doesn't have a Miyu yamashita title defense really yeah it's it's i mean it's great that you can comfortably rely on tjpw to if they're running cork and hall or bigger like that you you can rely on them to put on a really good show at this point mm -hmm. like everybody they have enough talent to where even if noah isn't the best as a champion at least in my opinion they can put in great wrestlers like like watanabe in there and and put on a great match it's it's very much i mean you talked about it like you have in each of the last four matches you have either it's either a title at stake or you have a top star in a singles match and that's i mean that's awesome that's exactly mm -hmm. how you should build out these shows so i'm really happy about that because 
th that was not always the case that you could rely on TJPW to put on a great show of, of wrestling for a while. There it was like, you can count on the main event and that's about it. Everything else is kind of up in the air. So really happy to see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfectly said. Uh, so this concludes our free version of the five-star <laughs> Joshi podcast. I hope you liked what you heard. Of course, you can subscribe to the Fight Game Media uh, next tier. I believe it's Fight Game Media Network Plus to hear the full five-star Joshi shows, which we will be discussing the Tokyo Super Wars of Stardom and plenty more. So definitely press that subscribe button if you liked what you heard. Parker, thank you for joining me for this. Uh, it's always a blast to have you back on and I can assure the people listening, this will definitely not be the last time. Hopefully we can get you on a few more times in the next couple months. No doubt. I will be back soon. All right, guys have a good one. Everyone. Wilson, you sent the game winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a four fifty five meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.